When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Oh, hello, Dubland people. Uh, thanks for joining us again and all. <laughs> Uh, it's nearly Halloween. It's ha- I'm so over Halloween. Oh, shut up. How can you be over Halloween? This is literally my favourite day of the whole year next to my birthday because obviously my birthday is all about me so I prefer that more than anything. But... Have I ever asked you is your birthday actually your day you were born or do you know what day you were born? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's an unusual question. Although I, can't, well, no, I know why you would adopted. ask it. Yeah. But I know people who are adopted that don't know the day that they were born, but they, they're... Ah, no, they do know the no, day they didn't. they were born. Like, as in, they, did, like, they didn't get that from the orphanage that they came from. I know, are you allowed to call them orphanages or... anymore? What? Are they allowed to call it orphanages anymore? Oh, yeah. What are they called? Mother and baby homes? No, they're not called that anymore. What you they see, there's no, there is no such thing in Ireland anymore. But what, like, what? So they were they adopted. Were mother and baby homes The place back then. that they were adopted from, they, that, that was like, that was their date. But it, there was never, it was never like on a birth cert. So they. You no, know, you get an adoption certificate though. But that would have your date of birth on it. Oh, yeah. No, maybe that they just weren't sure. You wouldn't have your identifying information. Like, you wouldn't have your name, your, your, that you would have been. Yeah. christened that wouldn't be on it mm. you know the, the name you'd be given oh no yeah you know what I mean but as in like one of them celebrated their birthday on the day that they was their adoption day was their birthday day but it wasn't their day that they were born but that's do you understand unusual yeah they are a bit unusual though to be fair that is unusual yeah I suppose it's a good way of getting another like, you see there you go I've never thought of it I've been missing two fucking birthdays every year well you should have totally never... cashed in you've been through enough you should have been like, but but <laughs> do you celebrate your birthday then? Not the day that you were adopted, but the, no, the day you were adopted was, so actual, many times prior born. to really being adopted. Well, I wasn't. I, I <laughs> you removed around. I slipped it. like a bar of soap through a few sets of hands. Indeed, I did. But no, I I, I, I just, just use my actual day I was born. Now I feel like I've missed Fourth out. Fourth of like, April is it? Eighteenth uh, of 18th April. Eighteenth of April. Oh yeah, same day as Freddy Krueger. Is it? Well, yeah, I don't know. My, my brothers used to have, you remember you used to get video shop um, posters for your wall? Yeah, and between yeah. the boys' bed, they had like a really thin poster and it was like coming the 18th of April, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. And it was a Freddy Krueger movie was out on the 18th of April. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, but it was the 18th of April because same day as a girl I went hung around with, Roisin Fitzpatrick, it was her birthday as well. And weirdly, tying back into Halloween, for Roisin's birthday, for like her 13th birthday, I'll need to look it up, we went to see Hocus Pocus in the cinema in April. It was never a Halloween movie. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I suppose it's not a scary movie. It's just a witchy movie. It's like... It's just to see a typical virgin's gone around lighting fucking fires. That's what it is. It's just... Virgin's lighting fires? He, the virgin lights... has A virgin has to light the candle. How have you seen Hocus Pocus? I know. The set... What? <laughs> what? No, I've never seen Hocus Pocus. I have a confession to make. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. I don't even... I know it's a witchy movie. That's all I know about Hocus Pocus. It's a kid's Halloween movie. So there's a well, black candle not. by the... Well, yeah, I suppose that bit like was always like, oh, virgin. <laughs> um, that was about as good as it got. And then like there was a... I think there was a small amount of dry riding in it. I mean, they probably didn't realise they were dry riding, really. But he was kind of into him, he was kissing her kind of lying on top of her. I think the old point. instinct took over. 
happens do you know if you haven't been to a teenage disco when you're 16 and had some boy rub off your legs trying to drive around just smelling a jupe have you been to a disco um but yeah, it's like see, Max is the guy you have to light a candle this and Salem in the witches' trials. So some of it is based on like the Salem witch trials and the rest of it is obviously just made for a Disney movie. Go and watch it over the weekend. Like, it's not scary. It's not what you're into, but it's a grand yeah. little Halloween number. But it was never meant to be a Halloween movie. Well, there you go. Sarah I, I, Jessica Parker. Oh, she's in it. Mm. I'm not mad at Bette Midler. I put a spell on you. I, I love Bette Midler. Now yeah. you're mine, mine, mine. Oh, it's not singing in it, is there? No, there's a bit of singing in oh, one of the it, scenes. No, I'm out. <laughs> fuck off now. I'm not into singing in it. I, I, fuck all of that. Only Bugsy Malone can get away with that. Oh, Everything yeah. that came after Bugsy Tallulah. Malone is a load of bollocks. Yeah, it's the only musical worth seeing. No, I promise you. Will you watch it over the next couple no, of days? No, not after singing in it. No, there's not singing. Not. There's one musical number at That's the end. That's enough. Fuck it. But no. it's part of, the, it's part of the, the magic that they're under this trance. It's actually fucking terrifying. I, I don't like this jolly Halloween shit. Anyway, like this is my favourite holiday. Right. I love Halloween. I love it. I'm I so absolutely it love it. And I love it for so many different reasons. Right. Like, you know, Tell I, me. No, Tell number me one, I love that it's the last frontier against the Christmas merry horse shit of happy bastards putting up trees and fucking turning on lights. I love that. So excited to talk about it. a Christmas show. Go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we'll be talking about how shit Christmas is during the Christmas show, by the way. Great. And I love the kickback to a, to the different. I love that it's a uniquely Irish holiday. A lot of people don't know that the Irish created Halloween. Did they? Failing the sound. It's a uniquely oh, yeah, sorry, Irish holiday. That, yeah. It got exported all over the world. I love the gr- and I love the grisly, gruesome, horrible, fucked up nature of the whole thing. Right. I love all the mythology that's compared to it. That on the Hallow's Eve and the witching hour and how the dead and the living come closer Did to you? each other Is on it? that day than any other day. And I love that when we were kids. Not like it is now. Hocus fucking fuck off, Pocus. <laughs> where you had all these happy witchy fuckers with happy endings. I remember going to bed and me dad be telling me mad shit. Remember when ghost stories were literally designed to scare the fuck out of the children Terrifying. to such a level that they wouldn't leave the house. And that's how you knew they were safe. So that's your parents true. could get drunk and, 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 and they wouldn't have to worry about the kids going out because the bogeyman would get you. You know your dad would be telling you stories and all. Real ghost stories. Scary fucking stories. You'd be there going, here, duh, what did we, what happens on Halloween? And he'd be there, Halloween, never mind Halloween. That's just the most dangerous of all the dangerous days. Then he'd be telling you stories of dead bodies jumping out of fucking graveyards and chasing you down the road, wrapping their arms around you <laughs> and headless horsemen and all of this scary shit. But isn't there shit. some truth in it though? Because don't they say that the earth is not where it came from or am I wrong? You would know better than this. From This is what I remember from school. This shit that scares you. Is that on Samhain, so like on the 31st of October because we're shifting between autumn and winter. Yeah. That the 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 earth slightly shifts which they said un, unstable stabilised the tops of tombs so that the that the or maybe it's the, our teaching school just told us to fucking no, scare I, the I, shit out of I, us no, I heard but that, it's something uh, about the, the, the shift to the earth before, so no. that's what they were saying because obviously if the earth shifted that the tombs could open like there was a crack in them or that the tombstones the lids would slightly slide so that the dead could rise again basically so that Brilliant. but then but like I don't know in my, I remember that in school and I remember in my head going so does somebody go around fixing them then like how do we know that like the next day come November 1st that that's all like how do you know they're all going back in like you know well, I don't know out. I always just heard the mythology that it was just this one particular time of year that this was the time when the spirit world and the natural world Collide. came so close to each other that you could slip through either way so if any of those demon fuckers wanted to come and create havoc they have to they, that was their chance and we wore masks and we dressed up 
so we could scare the demons and scare the evil away or they'd be confused into thinking confi- we were yeah, one of them. They thought we were one of them. Yeah, yeah, so you could do all of that. Yeah. So that was traditionally why you dressed up. So the demons and the evil fuckers, when the guy came here to suck our souls or whatever it was or to gobble children and all this mad shit they were into, we were able to like, you know, fool them into thinking that we were them. Up to the same that shenanigans, won't work in my and then they piss off back to the spirit world when it, when the separation started, and they had to go back in again. Oh man, it's not fucking great stuff, isn't it? Great. I was reading all of them. I can't get enough of it at the moment. I'm reading all about the witch trials of Scotland at the moment. Oh, I haven't read. Did that some? Oh the man, Salem. We, have you been to Salem in Massachusetts? Yeah, you I've been live to Salem. out there. Yeah, yeah. Salem now is very. Salem's become a bit of a Disneyland for witches, though, right? Well, well, like no, the oh, no, so I went in ninety. 90- I was there in 97 yeah, So yeah, yeah It was a long long time ago And it was still Like now it was summertime Obviously But it, we got like We got like our palms red And your room was a bit mad But it was It was still wasn't fully Like they didn't do Like as in they did Witch tours But they brought you To where the witches were hung do you know what I mean? Where their houses were and stuff. Yeah. But now it's a full theatre act or whatever. It is a bit Disney, it's I suppose. I've that, seen it on yeah. telly, but I loved it. Like, Whereas if you go, there's places like in Scotland where the witch panic started. King James's witch panic and all started. Great shit up there. That's Great where you want to be Great shit up there. They had, all, they had all the, I can't remember his name. There was some witch catcher general mad fucker, right? Right. And he was the one that he decided he knew how to identify a witch. And he was doing all, he was the one that cre- created the witch panic. Because King Jeez, James got mad, mad into bastards. all this. That's like, what it is. Huh? It's mad fucking mad bastards. It is men. mad bastards, yeah. yeah. King James got mad into it thinking that he was being hunted by the devil. And he started getting all obsessed with witchcraft and all of that sort of carry on. Right. And then he was the one that spread the panic. And of course then, one, when there? the panic got spread, well then of course, who do you blame? Women. You always blame women. Of course. In history, you just go, well it's fucking not Jerry, he's me mate. Blame the women. So they had all these uh, they accusations. They have vaginas. And then, of course, when you torture anyone, they'll say anything they want. And if you leave someone without food or without water, they'll as they're being anything. tortured, they start, getting halluc- they start hallucinating. And when you see some of the testimonies that the women gave, scared the bollocks out of you. Even today. Even today. One of the women saying that she rode on a sieve across the waves to Denmark. And on Halloween night, the devil appeared to her and all these other women and performed weird sexual acts on them all and then preached to them to kill King James. Oh my God. And then King James, of course, was delighted with himself that he was the devil's enemy on earth and he fucking went berserk then. No and of course, even more witch hunts. And then, of course, she, well, what did they do to her? Only torture her to death, the poor old soul. And that went on and on and on. It's amazing. And the they stories were young are women, though. They weren't old women. Were they? The, the, no, the younger women. The older women, old. sorry. It was generally oh, older women. In oh. the movies and all, you see them as younger. They genuinely went out after older women, yeah. Fucking L ones mind their own business. Look at her, witch, witch, Maz. went out mad shit, and all those grim and grisly stories. Especially the true ones are the ones that. What were you most afraid of growing up in Ireland? The boogeyman, um, that no. bastard, the banshee. Where are you? Fucking terrified. Oh, was that? Yeah, for those that don't know, now if you didn't wrote, if you didn't well, I get in the Ireland. proper definition of the banshee, or you do. Oh yeah, no, you do it. Yeah, go on. For you the... tell the background. Huh. I'll give you the definition. Just a quick background of the banshee. Well, for those that don't know, if you didn't grow up in Ireland and you you don't know what the banshee is, it was this um, but a sort of a witch, really, wasn't it? But a she banshee used to is bring a female on the spirit. Yeah, the banshee is a female spirit in Irish mythology who heralds heralds death of a family member, usually by wailing, shrieking, or keen keening. Keen, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Her name is connected to mythology. Important uh, turmoil and mounds that dot in the Irish countryside is known um, as Old Irish. So basically, we were told 
Neve, my best friend, her mom Mary's from Jimmy League in Cork, and she had said that she had been coming home one evening and had heard the banshee in Jimmy League in Cork or whatever. So then, of course, I was genuinely shitting at that the banshee was going to turn up in Temple Oak in Dublin. But yeah. then somebody said that because obviously then it became very in vogue, like it came, you know, she became very fashionable. The banshee, and, yeah, like we were all talking Jesus, about it. The brown Thomas banshee, yeah, and very much so. And uh, we didn't have much, and it was the eighties, um, but we we're still better than most. But anyhow, um, but she was she was cruising around, but then. My grandma told me that she followed the Kane family. So apparently she follows, so O'Cahans and Nikahans. So like, just to add fuel to the fire, she was like, no, no, she they follow, the band she apparently follows like certain families. But I remember us going and getting a book in the library to scare the shit out of ourselves. Of course. Like to find out more. And it turned out like she followed the Farrells and she followed the O'Cahans and like our whole road was just on high alert. But then it would, my brothers would be like, oh my God, did you not hear her last night? And then my grandma told me this story, right? <laughs> when I, I swear to God, when I was about maybe 10 or 11, that, so you know, the, the back parlour of the house, the, like the back kitchen. Right, okay, yeah. In my granny's house, that when my grand, the night that my granddad died, because my granddad literally was fine and went, sat down on the chair and just had like a mass heart attack and died. And uh, she was like, the night that granddad died, that she had been in the back parlor making tea and like heard the two knocks on the window. And she said she knew that was her, that she, that they were coming for Jimmy. I was like, good Jesus. I would never go into the back parlor and into my grandma's. I fucking wouldn't be in there on my own. Because that old. Because I was like the banshee. Witch. Yeah, it was Not hanging around down in Dolphin's Barn. That's gay fun. That was the same. But it's <laughs> terrifying when you're a kid. I still think about it now and go, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, but Oshin is learning about the puka in school. Like the puka's fucking terrifying. That like The black bird that comes to bring like the bad news. I like, don't know about the puka. Oh my God. So Ushin's singing a song in Junior Infants about the puka. And then he was on the Late Late Show the other night. It's like, a, it's a dark bird. Um, the puka, the puka. So the puka is a spirit ghost, plural puka, pukai, whatever, uh, key, uh, creature of Celtic folklore, considered to the bringers of both good and bad fortune. They could either help or hinder rural or even alter inner spirit or maritime communities. The puka can have dark or white fur or hair. The creature were said to be shape changers, so which they could take appearance of horses, goats, cats, dogs and hares. They may also take the human fl- form, which includes various animal features such as ears, and a tail. So it's that like shapeshifter, like half human, half man. Like Irish mythology it's is brilliant, mental, isn't it? Right? Oh, it's fucking brilliant. So basically they, they were like the puka went through like now they, they reckon he travelled as far over as France and Brittany and all that kind of places or whatever. But like basically the puka was like brought good or bad news, but all of the farmers were terrified of the puka. But they so you sing a song to to wards the so Ushin keeps cruising around singing this puka song and I'm like Welcome, keep the puke out of the house now. Ah, it's brilliant, spook. isn't it? Yeah, but and we're obsessed with the devil as well. I love the way Irish oh, people yeah. are obsessed with the devil. Obs- well, he was never far, was he? No, like, he and was... so many things are named after him. Devil's Stairs, the Devil's Rock, the Devil's Causeway, Devil's Cove. Oh, like, they were mad about the devil. But did you not... Would the, you hi- not... the Hellfire Club, you know, we've all these things. We oh, love so it the all. the Hellfire Club was amazing. But, like, so my granny again used to say, like, someone would ask her how she was, and she'd say, oh, you know yourself, pulling the devil by the tail. And she thought that, like, that was basically calling someone to see you next Tuesday, like, to her. And it was like, <laughs> just like pulling the devil by the tail. But the Hellfire Club, a great place if you ever come to do and go to the Hellfire Club. When I worked in radio for FM 104, Adrian and Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy did a show from the Hellfire Club. Uh, like, now we did one from Wicklow Jail, and I cried in a cell because I was convinced a little girl was going to attack me. It was a ghost girl. Yeah, yeah. I was so terrified. But the Hellfire Club is like mental. But because 
What like people actually go up wearing robes and sacrifice shit up there? Like well, up I in don't the know. They don't know. These are all the myths that go with the place. You know what I mean? All the years we were growing up, I never saw anything up there. Only young lads drinking cans. Yeah, and sure but the myth is great. It's fucking great. So what is that they say the devil appeared? The men playing cards was that? Yeah, there was yeah. A, it was a card game. It's so the old So this story. is a burnt out old house, uh, old rune. Yeah, they, well, it's an old it's an old British Army That's hunting lodge. Right. Is what it was. They used to go up there when they were training, and they'd be in the hills in Dublin hills, Dublin mountains, and they'd be up Nothing there around them. sleeping around there, and then going out and doing their training and stuff. And then later on, it became a hunting lodge. I can't think of your man's fucking name. Can I look it up? They used to go up, and he was there's a nightclub and all named after him. Jesus is going to do me fucking head head in, and he was a right bollocks. A uh, real proper little aristocracy fella, but he got mad into the occult and everything. And he spent all his time up there and used to play mad practical jokes on people. Um, and yeah, he, he played one joke where he got this baboon brought in from Africa. And of course, back in 17th century or whatever, nobody knew what a fucking baboon looked like. So he put it in a box and uh, they started doing a seance. Richard Parsons. No, he's got a mad weird name. I can't okay. think of the name. It's a nightclub on Leeson Street. It's named after him. Books. What? Book Whaley. That's <laughs> him. Book goes. Whaley. That's the fucking boy. That's the boy. See? We hang around drinking wine. Didn't smile. He did yeah, something. Yeah. So Book Whaley, right? So he, he got a baboon delivered in. So he was a right bollocks. Got a baboon delivered in. And uh, then he hid it in a box. And he started doing a seance to bring the devil in. Now, Imagine, you've only been told what a baboon looks like. You've never seen a picture of a baboon. You wouldn't know what a baboon actually looks like. There's no photographs. No, that's like true, that. yeah. So it's then, just, in a just as they say, give us a sign and ask the devil to appear, he let the baboon out of the box and the fucking thing jumped on some lad's back and scared the high lion fuck out of him. And all of this stuff, all the Hellfire Club stuff started. And then all the rumours about they were playing cards up in the Hellfire Club and one fella dropped a card. And he knelt down and one of the players had a hoof instead of a foot. Yeah. Yeah, all these stories started to emerge and so all the satanic cult and then the 80s and the satanic panic. Fucking lovely old stuff. Great old they're scary old bollocksy stories uh, that went on through the ages. It's brilliant so it is. And the fuck... And like Irish people with their songs about the devil and all. I think I... Some could. say the devil is dead, the devil is dead. You know that one? <laughs> the devil is dead. Some they say the devil is dead. Barely in Killarney. All the say heroes again. More say heroes again. You know all this shit. <laughs> fucking great. Um, but actually, I think I did a show with Niall Boylan from the Hellfire Club as well. I'm pretty sure. I think Niall did. Because so all radio stations aren't. I don't know whether that happens across the world. But especially in Dublin, it was a real thing. You did one, didn't you? We did one in... I can't remember Did you where. do Wicklow Jail as well? No, it was some lodge up in... I can't remember. It was in something. the Midlands somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, some big scary lodge. Like, I just... Yeah. But anyway, the Banshee scared the shit out of me. And then me and my mates tried to make a Ouija board... Yeah, and then we because I remember we watched some American show and they like bought one in a shop. They used to sell them like they used to sell like go for broken game. That's where they came from though. It was but they're just games though. Just games, yeah. That's what it was. was Well, meanwhile we're trying to fashion it out of a piece of paper and everyone's like, "It's moving." (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. See, Halloween's fucking great. And you can't give kids nuts anymore. Oh, you can't, can't give kids them. fucking anything anymore. I'm sick of kids. Fuck kids, man. <laughs> fuck the kids. Halloween. Everything becomes about the fucking kids. You know what kids get when they knock on my door for Halloween? Money. No, bread and butter. I, I butter <laughs> slices of bread and I and when they come, I do. I don't give a shit. They come and there's a ring in the doorbell. Right, Grant, walk out. Play the game. Play the game. Do the whole, oh, look at you. Oh, what are you supposed to be? Oh, my God, you're scared to lie. You're a zombie. Oh, you're terrified. And what are you? A little vampire. Hold on there now. I'll get you something nice. Two slices of Brendan's bread, buttered up. There you go. They'll put that in your bag. Yeah, there you go. 
Enjoy that now. Yeah, share it with has. share it's it with each other. You ruined my holiday is bricks. <laughs> yeah, bread and butter. And fuck them. Fuck them. Thinking it's all about them. Halloween's not about them. It's about me getting drunk, scared the butt oh, out of myself, listening to whiskey. Oh, no worries. That's grand. Yes. I'm just thinking about you drinking tomorrow night. Um, so, I got you whiskey from Clontarf Castle. I so went keep to it say, for us for the uh, Christmas oh, yeah, party. For, for Christmas our Christmas person. party. That's what oh, we can so open. We it. should talk about the Christmas party. So, um, like loads of people, first of all, are like intrigued that we're doing Christmas party because let's just face it, it's not your favourite holiday. Well, I've gone on for 20 minutes now talking about Halloween with, with great enthusiasm yeah. and aplomb. And Christmas may go, may be fucked. I hate Christmas. So then we were down, we were in Headstuff and we were down um, looking at, they've kind of changed loads of the spaces, blah, 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 whatever. And um, PJ went, she's this would be a deadly place for a live show. And Alan was like, yeah, like we've had so many. He goes, oh, we should do one like towards Christmas. We should like have a Christmas thing. So basically, PJ was the person who went. We should have a Dublin Christmas party. It's a small space that so seats like sixty people, it's, and it's half sold out. By the way, it's so there's literally. A, there's so if you're listening today, whatever, if this goes out today, the thirty first or yesterday, already, so to have have a search for tickets. If yeah, you go on to Headstuff's website, have a little search, but come. But you can bring your. I'd like Alan needs to. He's outside. We need to double check this, but I'm pretty sure you can bring your own beer because there'll be no bar wear a Christmas jumper but I'm kind of excited because I technically don't have a job like I work for myself so like I'm my only company basically it's just me so a Christmas <laughs> party for me is a, is a lonely affair so I'm treating this as like my work Christmas party as my yeah. office Christmas party without getting really really locked and slagging off loads of people no yeah well we don't no. know if that's going to happen no. or not you know, never <laughs> to be know. honest hold tight we may have our own banshee okay in at yeah. the end of it <laughs> and you know who else <laughs> um, like I was in London I was a fucking gargled in London um, but yeah yeah, so come to our show um, you can bring I'm pretty sure you can bring beer I think so it's a BYOB thing I think they, that's pretty much the scale it's otherwise be weird we're not going to sit there all looking at each other sober in the room yeah, bring your own beer I'll bring your I'll bring your whiskey I went to stay in Clintarf Castle just down the road from you such a gorgeous How hotel. the fuck? And you were in some other fancy place like three days before or something. Oh, I still was in Kilkey. What is Castle. going on? And you paid for it. Fuck all of it, right? No, but that was just a... Fuck all. Yeah, you that got was... it all free again. Yeah, I, they, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, that How was you just... get this shit? You're not on it. Like, I can put you on these press... Tr- you I can't. Have... I've asked you for years how I... you get this shit. <laughs> you never do fucking out for me. You always say this. Shut your face. I said to you last week, do you want... I'm going to a Curry's PC World thing after this. They're giving oh, a voucher. Give me do you want to come? shit thing with a computer. Fucking no, nothing about it. I said to you last week, hell. do you want to go to a whiskey dinner? And you went, what time's that? Yeah, me and you went, no. Send me on me own. You, you could bring us. someone with you. I didn't know that. I told you at the time. You didn't listen. You were too late. You're too, I'm too late. Oh, Anything I say too, to you, like, too late. Too late. What, what would you like to do? And I'll, I'll want put three you... goals in big fancy hotels. I can, I can hook and, you up with that. No problem. And alcoholic beverages that aren't beer because I don't like beer. Yeah, and that's no problem. I'll, I'll yeah. put, I'll, we'll and email chocolate things and you know Cadbury's I mean? are you on Cadbury's list no I'm definitely not on Cadbury's oh no. uh, we'll have to send Cadbury's a message and put you on their list how, how do you do, how do you put yourself on the list how do you just put yourself on the list well they this have I don't me understand. on the list I know, but how did you get on you got on the list because you, you're I'm popular you're, I don't know like I'm likeable I, I can't really put my finger on it no, no it's okay, not it's, well, what it's do, because I worked in radio and like I'm when five, I'm five years this week are you five years this week? This week, Saturday. When you took my chair. It's five years since you took my chair. Jesus, I can't believe you're still going on about that chair. Heavily, heavily pregnant. I've said, I didn't even know it was your chair. I know I had nowhere else to sit. I was and pregnant, you, you it was were, my desk. You're grand, you were nearly finished. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> had a year left in the place. Um, anyway, 
they, they so when you go there there's like email lists and you email them and go hey I'm Suzanne I'm working on this show now if you have any press release fire them to me or whatever but for media drops but look there's like I know Tabitha from one of the biggest PR companies in the country listen yeah. Tabitha can you put PJ on your list because he's pissing and moaning here and then we'll we'll tell the lovely people and host who are fantastic for um, for nights away because that was I stayed with them in Clontarf Castle and it blew me away first of all we got lost getting there so Joey lost the head Don't Clontarf yeah I hate the north side it's very flat I've said this a loads of times I don't like it it's, there's no navigation if I get lost where I live I know to head towards the mountains and I'll get back to, in like, a world of Google Maps how is it the north side's fault that you got lost a Google Maps is a fucking pain of my gick now to be perfectly honest with you because it goes three minutes faster three minutes slower and then it never catches up on time so like you've missed the turn like I turned this into a wall I went I take the ride here and Joey's like it's, it's a wall I was like it's the side of the castle technically really to be fair <laughs> Uh, but I have to say, I like we stayed in this incredible room that had a view of the I of know. our yeah. So I sent you the picture. Of oh, it. I know. And then they sent us up cocktails. Oh, it was fabulous. I know it's fabulous, and mm. it's only down the road from me. I know it's fabulous. I've never stayed in it. Have you never stayed? Of course, I haven't stayed. It's down the road, and it costs probably about a lot of money to how stay you, there. How have you never stayed in Clontarf? Because I've never. But why we had I a stay view, there? like with with a view of like the, this little kind of. Out set in the castle and had like a view of the pullback terrace. Yeah. 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 Fab. Over the bay, you know. Yeah, fab. Yeah. And the cocktails. Yeah, fucking lovely. Yeah. Fab. And of course, how would I have ever stayed there? I've never had the I opportunity stay to stay but there. But I brought you whiskey from there. Well, that's all right. Mm. I mean, that's grand. But I still can't believe that you managed to pull it off. And more of your free carry on. Well, I'll, I'll hook you up with that. I'll put you in touch with that. Would you like me to put you in touch with some PR people? I don't know how to do that. But yes, thank you Would you, you very like much. me to do that for you? Yes, please. Again, I want, this I is more of Suzanne. I can't believe I'm such a spoiled little bastard. Look, I'm giving out about that I haven't got things for free. <laughs> I'm such a spoiled little shite. Yeah, pay no attention to me. In fact, the appropriate thing to say to me now is go and shite yourself. Um, tell me now, sorry, back to this party that we're having. You can wear a Christmas jumper, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and wear whatever you want, yeah. Well, not whatever you want. Like, you know, dress appropriately for the festive season, I would say. No, I would think we should go full Christmas on this. I won't be doing that, now. <laughs> will you be wearing a Christmas jumper? No. We well, won't. I'll bring you a Christmas jumper. I'll wear a Patrick's Day jumper. I have a Patrick's Day jumper. I'll wear that for the Christmas party. How about that? Why don't I you just wear a Christmas jumper? I, I, like, I, you know what I mean? I'm trying to make the most of this. As somebody who really does have an absolute aversion to everything Christmas, I'm trying to make the most of it. So I'm thinking, why I don't want to wear Christmas things? I have to break myself in. I haven't had a Christmas tree. I haven't had a fucking Christmas tree in over a decade. So I need to break myself in Someone gradually. should bring a Christmas tree for PJ. No, you listen, no. Do you're, bring bring like, a small one for PJ. I'm trying to break myself in very, very gradually. I feel like I'm going to enjoy like... this stupid season again. You know what I mean? So it's even hard to change the language and thought process of years of conditioning of hating Christmas. Years of it. Are you so, working Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah, I'm all too right. It's either that I spend time with the family. Like, you're mad. There's no way I want to do that. Like, you know, you have to... I, I volunteer to work Christmas Day every year. Oh, speaking so of Christmas, you can, buy, you can buy our T-shirts. We'll have them on sale here the night of the show. But you can buy our Dublin T-shirts. They're online on Head Stuff. Go and buy them because Alan ordered a shitload of them and then we took eight months off. Yeah. So he has a few hanging around, like... That was, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, oh, not ideal. So there is loads of T-shirts there for anybody that wants them. Feel, feel free to do that. Um... 
yeah, so that's our show. There's limited, like literally, I, I don't even know by the time this goes to air how many tickets will be left. But if you can come, come. We'd love to have you there. My favourite part is that people, what have you forgotten? You've no, made no, a face no, no, that no, you're I'm making gone. faces because they're all gone before we sit down. Yeah. Um, also, my favourite part was that I sent PJ the artwork for him to look at yesterday. And two minutes later, I had this weird feeling. I was like, he's going to put that up on his Instagram. Like I, the one time I like want don't want him to do something, I think he's going to go and do it. And I went over to Instagram and he's like, tickets available. <laughs> like we haven't even. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, good. Yeah. Um, come here. We were late this week with our podcast. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I was away. Tell was us aw- about the thing. Are you texting? Are you right? No, no, no. I'm actually looking at the list of things I was going to talk about earlier on. I have a list of things I want to talk about. Can oh, I, sorry, just do yours because I can't I find mine. To, I want to know about the oral light, but before yeah. we get to that, sorry, I have we have to do this. Um, Claire from Pidge the Pigeon. Oh yes. I for yeah, yeah. She very rarely posts pictures anymore because uh, all the pigeons have fucking died. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know this. Did course. not know that. Oh, I did not know that. I get laugh when Hold I get on, really this nervous. is the uh, Instagram account that we were talking about. Page, page, the, the rescue pigeon. I'm bad in these situations. This is, she I found did. a pigeon on O'Connell Street, brought Pitch. home, and then she ended up recruiting a whole lot of well, other pigeons. PJ died, so basically PJ was the person who killed them all. Hold on, what the fuck are you talking about? What happened? Well, <laughs> yeah. These pigeons were a huge part of this podcast. We've been following their lives I since know. we started. Well, obviously you've given up because I know that No, I haven't died. given up. I was just saying to you, she stopped posting. I was wondering why she stopped posting and then... No. So, basically... These are the pigeons. Yeah. yeah. So, Pidge the pigeon that like she picked up and then we started with Pidge. And then, but PJ, I think, is basically the one who's caused all the trouble, right? So, because somebody sent me a message going, PJ has chlamydia. Right, this is what they sent oh to me initially. And I went... Why did it have Why? to be PJ? Why did it have to but be PJ? But initially I thought it was you. you they wrote were... them all, didn't No, you? no, no. I was like, why are you telling me that about PJ's personal life he's got chlamydia and I, that we don't discuss that on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and then I figured out that they were like, no. The... But anyway, so one, I think it was, what? it started with PJ. I think that he picked up some mad virus. Um... So yeah, so so the first the first post which was back on the eleventh of October was um, Claire had put up from Pidge, Pigeon missing the little PJ. She, by the way, is a girl. She has to spend another day at night at the vets. She has very bad diarrhea, and they suspect that it could be chlamydia. Oh my god! Crazy. They're sending from some tests to the lab. Hopefully, update tomorrow, so I'll let you know. So then, unfortunately, that followed up with to say that little PJ had died. Um, so there was this whole thing. He then, died of, or she died of chlamydia. No, so I don't think that, that she died of chlamydia. But then so she literally only posted to say that PJ had died. And then she posted the next day to say that Paris had died. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know, it's horrendous. Um, and actually, because we were like, I think I was just like, I was aware. I was just like, this is horrendous. So she had got every, she was like, there's something evil in the loft. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. They're all on antibiotics. And like lit- literally then she's like, she'd split them all up to figure out what was going on and Posey's in one and somebody else is in another and she's like literally doing whatever. So then she was like, I got the latest results back. PJ and Paris from yesterday, the vet told me they had a Newcastle disease. I'd never heard of it. He said it was very bad news and that he had to notify the Department of Agriculture and they would be in contact. They wanted a sample of the birds. Um, they might kill the whole lot of the birds. What? Yeah. Um, poor old Claire is absolutely devastated. Anyway, so this morning then, then she posted to say, she was getting all this organised and then the fucking Preston the pigeon had got out of the loft and a fucking cat had got to that bloody fucking... Oh my God, this is the most horrendous story I've ever heard. the worst couple of weeks ever. So anytime she puts up a fucking picture of, a, of one of the 
pigeons. I now shit myself. But she put up a gorgeous picture um, 14 hours ago. So today's the 30th. Saying it's the third week of the virus. Priscilla hasn't had many symptoms left. She's no longer getting sick. She's appetite is back. She just needs to put on a few pounds. Pierce and Preston never showed many signs. Pierce is healing well after the cat attack and the Department of Agriculture came out today to have a look at the pigeons. He's happy that they're progressing. Just needs to get approval. Then he can, in 60 days or so, she can let them out to fly again. So there's only three pigeons left. Suppose he died as well. Yeah, oh I, like she only has three. So she was like, I think Priscilla. It's grim, as yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. But you started it, basically. It was PJ. I had said to her all along she should never call that pigeon PJ because... You did not say that. Well, I You just, did it's, not it's, say that. You were actually the one that was bigging it up at the time. You were the one saying that you're delighted and you were asking me if I was delighted with the pigeon. No, because I was jealous because I don't have a name starting with P. Well, you were still delighted for me at the time. Well, and now you're changing no, your story. No, I was delighted for you. I'm oh, absolutely devastated for poor old Claire. for the poor old Gickers. Mm. Oh, my God. And she's like... She's put so much time and effort into those so pigeons. thank God there's a couple of them left. And, oh, she like when they be having their little eggs and she'd be minding them and she brings them in the little Louis Vuitton to the vet and the vets have been amazing who've looked after them and stuff. So um, I hope she's listening. And um, just lots of love to those little pigeons that are left. Oh my God, it feels like they've just been through a war or something. It feels you like survivors. have been through a war. I tell you something, there's nothing scares you so much than your dog's getting sick. My dogs oh, have been sick this so week. Oh, poor Wendy. Then your pet's being sick. I what mean, happened to both Wendy? Of me, all my dogs are fucked. Now, all can I just say, I don't I've like... Got, they must all have this chlamydia or something. Because they're all... I know that you like your dogs, oh, okay? And I and again, this, modern. This, yeah. this, this applies to everybody. And I get it, they're like your children. But if Hannah had stitches, I wouldn't be putting it up online. So, and again, you put up a picture of the back of Wendy's head yesterday. I nearly fucking passed out. Like, the tops of my fingers lost the feeling. I'm not able for that type of trolling. Do you know what I mean? Nobody was trolling You anyone. were trolling me with pictures of your fucking dog's I wasn't, head. I was all delighted that my dog was actually going to be Could fine. Could you not just put up a nice side view where I didn't have to see her stitches? What happened to her? She got a, she got, well, it all happened at once. So she got this big cyst on the back of her head. You know, big There's cyst on the back of her head. Yeah. And it grew and we got worried about it because we didn't know what it was. Thought it might be a big cancerous lump. Yeah. So I went to the vet and the vet didn't know. And then he says, look, I think it's just a cyst, but we're going to have to, you know, take a sample of it. Took the sample. Thankfully, there was nothing dangerous in it. Right. But it meant the lump had to come off. It was fucking huge, a big lump. So they had to split. So she has like 11 stitches down the back of her neck. Huge big I know, I saw it. Huge big scar. And then, of course, when that happens, then my other dog, my old dog, the best dog. Lilo and Stitch. Lilo got fucked. Big, massive fever. Couldn't get up and down off the couch, started lounging around, lost all her strength. I was there. Oh, man, she's on the way out. She's on the way out. I didn't know what to do. I was like in an, in an awful state. And then of course the other one starts getting stressed out and she's got skin conditions. So Stella? she had to get, yeah, so I had to get steroids for her. I like or steloids as I call them for her. <laughs> so I had to get her steloids. Right, and she's scratching herself so much now she's near bald behind her ears and oh, bald on her, and she, scr- she hurts and cuts herself and everything. Can you not put little, like when the kids have it, put little things on her paws? No, you can't, no. Why not? No, because she just... Put like, socks on her paws. She's a staffy. She, she'd have them gobbled off in no time. You I can't keep on Hannah has fairly sharp teeth but when she stick them on with duct tape they don't really... Ah, no, she, oh <laughs> Jesus, she'd be fucking she'd tormented. Be aggro, would she? Yeah, but so, she, anyway, so I had all three of them in the vet in the one day. Yeah. Connect them one for an operation, bring them one in hope that she's not going to die from a terrible fever and the other little one looking for her steloids 372 quid really insured it's very expensive no there's no insurance I only See, insure things I don't no, that, I, the only things I pay insurance for never go fucking wrong this is 
is what I hate about you. Well, you know, oh, it never yourself. goes fucking wrong. Car insurance paid. Bike insurance paid. Travel insurance paid. Health insurance paid. No need fucking any of them. What happens? Three dogs get sick on the one day. Fuck off, life, you prick. You don't believe, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't Did believe they give it. you a three and for two just, deal on that, though? Huh? Did they give you a three for two deal or something? No, yeah, well, it's a policy and you stick them on and I didn't fucking do it and now it's 372 quid and now one of them dogs is... I don't know what's going to happen to them, so it just keeps on going. I fucked up, grand. I fucking, I always mess up. It's these too late. People. They won't insure them. I know it's too damaged. late now. One of them is re- one of them. Jays, I couldn't insure a fourteen-year-old dog anyway. They'd be only laughing at me. How old it's is like it? trying to get is a mortgage. It? I got refused for a mortgage again. Oh my god! Again! Oh my god! Again! How the fuck? How the fuck? Can I pay rent and prove I've been paying rent? Right. At 20% more than a mortgage would ever cost me. I've been paying it for 10 years, right? More than a mortgage would ever be. How the fuck do they say, how do we know you can pay it? I've fucking been doing it. I've been doing it. Do I've been doing it for broker? over 10 years, you bastards. Give me the fucking money. And then, I br- and then oh, Jesus Christ. Have you ever tried to get a bank on the phone? Have you ever tried oh, to get a bank on the phone? Oh, don't talk to me. I, had to, I literally was trolling it's AIB It's easier to summon a banshee. It's easier to get the banshee in the back garden than call someone in a fucking bank and have them answer a phone. I've been trying for three weeks to get two bank statements. Three weeks. And then when you print them off, they won't accept them because your address isn't on them. Yeah. I know my address isn't on them. I didn't post them to myself. I printed them off my own fucking statement on the, on the bathroom screen. Them via the... So I had to go, I couldn't get them on the phone. So I get on the bike and I go into town and I order them off all these fuckers. And I'm, fu- I'm, I'm now, and now I, you know what I do now when I just want to feel like making someone feel happy? I walk into the bank and say, can I have a mortgage? And they all go, la, ha, 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 single man in his 40s that works for himself. Ha, 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 Yeah, glad he entertained you. Fuck off. It's a disaster. Do you have... It's an absolute disaster. Not being funny, because uh, that's your job. Do you have a mortgage broker? Yeah, oh, oh, they, yeah. They, yeah, I've made all of them laugh too over the last few okay. years. Yeah, so I'm just. But sometimes if you have a broke, because so I know with us when we were trying to, we were two. See, I'm years. separated too. I've got all this yeah. shit going well, on. Well, no, fairness, I like I, I oh. as it turned out when we went to get our mortgage, like we applied for a mortgage and there was nothing that I was just like, and we got we got declined, and I was like, why did we get declined? Like, there's there's no reason. And then as it turns out, permanent TSB had been absolutely rooting me up the hole for about seven years, and had absolutely never sent me a single letter to say that they were taking out the wrong amount out of my account, but they're just giving me bad credit for five years running. And then so that started a whole years battle with the bank. Oh my god! The first one I went in, your woman just went to me. There's nothing you can do about it. And I went. She goes, Oh, you could tell you could tell them that they, you could claim that they sold you a fake PPI. And I went. You didn't sell fake PPI. You didn't do my paperwork. It's they're two very separate things here. Yeah. You just didn't do my paperwork. You didn't update my paperwork to amend the amount that I was paying. And yeah. she's like, nothing you can do about it. And we can't change credit ratings. Which ended up a year later, like a year later, with the head of the Leinster branch, like of whatever going within an hour, made a phone call and checked, f- fixed my credit rating. But sure, like we'd look, but the prices of houses had jumped by about a hundred grand Of course they had to go up all the time. They go like, all the time. It was terrifying. But it's like, but even that, the, the whole I don't even want a fucking house. If I go buy a room, I'd buy the fucking thing. <laughs> I, want a, I want a room. You should buy a shower. That's all I want is something to keep my shit and slide down on it. That's all I fucking want and something that's the most I'm impossible. And, and like this, this credit rating horseshit. Apparently, because I've never been in debt, I don't have one. How the fuck does that work? You've no bad credit, yeah. Yeah, so, so that goes against you. 
That goes again because I'm fucking saved and paid for what I've had to this point. And there has to be. We have no proof that you can pay a loan. I'm not going, how about the fact that I'm fucking saved (laughs) and fucking paid for everything to this point? How is that not proof that I might pay for the fucking loan? How the fuck is that not it? How does anyone fucking live today? I don't understand it. It's no wonder, like, I mean, I'm not complaining about the fucking money I make. It's grand. Just give me a fucking loan. The fight, because I haven't been doing that mental, like going out and buying myself a Maserati over the last few years and paying the loans, that's why I can't get the gaff. If I been, oh, because you've no, you've no cre- credit I've no history credit of anything. Because yeah. I didn't fucking stupidly borrow money. It goes against you. Isn't it so funny? And it's like such a, like 15, it's a rock year, 15 years ago, they were sending you letters going, here's 500 grand. I remember my mate who was on the fucking dole getting a, me- getting a phone call from his bank, right? A random phone call. And he just said, hey, just, let, just to let you know, you've been approved for a loan of 10 grand. He never asked for it. Yeah. He actually, in fairness to him, just says, don't you ever ring me again. You've no idea how much I need that money. You've no idea how much I need that money. Don't you ring me, call it. If I take that, my life is bollocks. Yeah. Is but it? like so many people are. Yeah. Bollocks, like. Bollocks. You see, I this bet, is it. I, sh- yeah. I can't be complaining. I'm living day to day. I'm enjoying myself. I'm, I live in a good place. I have me a bit of spend the money at the end of the week, all that. I'm, I'm grand. I can't complain. I'm pissed them on. I'm being a spoiled little bastard. But at the same time, it, it's, it's relevant, a gripe. Like. It's a gripe. Like. It is, but it's so funny. I was listening to, um, I was listening to JFM the other day and Leo Vraker, my na- my old neighbour, Leo, um, was on, doing Ask Me Anything and somebody tweeted in, but he was kind of in the middle of it. So they have like this feature where you can ask professionals anything and he was, you'd kind of relaxed a bit. Like the start of it, he was very much like the Taoiseach and he was very kind of, Guarded, yeah. but as the questions went along, he relaxed a little bit. One of the questions was, "I'm, I'm, whatever it was, I'm thirty, whatever. I'm a qualified solicitor. I earn whatever I earn." Or like she, she didn't say how much she earned, or whatever. But she's like, "Why can't? So why can't I get a mortgage? Why can't I buy a house?" And his his reply was, "Oh." I know that, like, I was lucky enough to get away from the rents when I was 20-something and get my own house. I'm like, Leo, I'm like, that's that's like, you're telling a solicitor who's like, you know, is obviously on like a hundred, whatever, a grand grand year, year, can't get a mortgage, but your opening is like, oh, that's killer, I was living with my rents too, but thankfully I got out when I was 20-something. I'm like, you have... And then he kind of checked himself because I think he then, like, he went from kind of being a bit relaxed to going, oh, hang on a second. So then he turned around and said obviously supply and whatever it is. But like, I still think if we didn't get our house when we got our house, we w- I would be living with my with my mum or I'd be living with Joey's parents' house. Everyone, like there's no in between. Like, half the people I We would like never me. afford a house now. Half the people I like meet who are in their early 30s now and some knocking on the door in their 40s or in their 40s are gone back home to their folks because yeah. they just can't afford life. Yeah. They just can't afford life. I saw your sister did the sleep out for Shine a Light and every time I fucking see that ad for Focus Ireland I burst into tears because it's a family moving it because it's it's just a normal family it's not that like it's just that they can't afford to pay their, their mortgage they can't afford to yeah. pay their rent they're going to lose their house do you know what I mean so and, and then you get some pricks who live for free for years and just get let off yeah. it drives me Bizarro. up the wall here up speaking of, wall. of bizarre um, can we say hi to Siobhan and Mark who kept the last episode of Dublin. This is mental. <laughs> to listen to while Siobhan was in labour having a baby. They had a baby boy. You're joking. And they listened They listened to oh, us in labour. Oh, I read that. Hold on. I did read yeah, that. They tweeted. I posted about it, yeah. yeah. They kept a Dublin episode. Like, now, I'll be honest with you. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, but even when I was in labour, 
they had an, a radio station on and somebody was on and I was like in labour going change the f- <laughs> radio station because uh, yeah. I could hear that person's voice and I'm like I still think of Ernie Gallagher and death because they were in yeah. in, in intensive care in Tala Hospital they used to play the love zone the fucking blower's daughter and evening it's uh, Corpus 10 Wednesday night and it's Ernie Gallagher here in the love zone meanwhile beep pop boop because oh, my machines. dad is sitting on, yeah. on a fucking vent that's yeah. all I think about so when I was having a baby I was like I don't want to hear anybody's voice yeah and what do you think about that do you take out a change the channel but these mad fuckers kept like Dubland if we had known I would have said like really positive things yeah do you know what I mean like you're grand you can do it you'll be great I know, yeah. When you well, see your baby at the end of it, it'll we probably would have recorded a special podcast for them if they wanted it. Don't say that, because somebody, which I've just remembered, someone sent me an Instagram <laughs> and asked me, sent me their address and asked me to send them a Christmas card. I uh, know you can't be doing that. And I was you, like, you end up making false promises. I and we'd like, never want to do that. I don't think I even. And this, I'm getting trolled by somebody on Instagram who keeps saying, sending me messages going, "Will you share my Instagram account?" I forgot to do it once, but now then she just now is inundating me with messages twice a day, and now she's basically said that I'm racist against disabled people. Oh, for God's sake! I haven't shared her Instagram account, oh but my I, God. there's so many messages now. It's like racist I can't go against disabled. Yeah, people. I don't know. I don't know how to to rectify it. I would. Uh, by, 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 with the block button that's how you rectify that if anyone's saying something as mad as you are racist against <laughs> yeah. disabled people you have a problem with it, me because I'm disabled yeah. I was like no I just the forgot to share your button is a wonderful post. thing it's a wonderful <laughs> thing it really is I mean the fact that there's a button that exists that can literally erase that sort of negative shit out of your life is a very wonderful thing though. this is true you, yeah. I love that yours is like I don't read DMs and yeah, I don't though. I, like, I don't read most DMs because it's just too much. It's it's where junk goes. And most of them would be grand, but you go into the DMs and then sometimes, you know, you just get, oh God, it's exhausting. Like no can do. It's exhausting. So it is. <laughs> I always think it's really funny. You don't read your DMs. But I still think it's funny that people, so I will post stuff. So for the most time, if I'm dressed up, it means I'm in work. So as in I'm wearing a lot of makeup because I'm in work. Or the only other time really that I would have, but I would be dressed up will be, I would be with Joey, my husband, right? Yeah. Going somewhere. So I'll put up something going, we're doing something, whatever, that people will send messages going, fit, I'd ride you like that, and I'm always like. And I always think being a woman on social media. I always think that like I'm like I'm with my husband. Like I'm (laughs) hosting. Like it's not like I'm sitting with my hoop hanging out going, "Hey, come tap it." I'm with my husband going. Going out. I like never like. I and you know what? Even like I've put up stuff before where I've gone to look at it and I've gone. Oh, that looks a little bit titty, so I might just cool that picture. Like, so not put it for the for the fear of like. Oh god! I read this article the other day, right? And I think I think I might try it. I read this article the other day, and I think it's probably it's it's something that's worth doing. Where it says, lads. Grand. Okay, lads, you think there's no difference between yourselves and women in the general day-to-day business and whatever, right? Yeah. And one, this woman said she encouraged her friends, right? She got five of her friends, of men, right? Yeah. And she says, I want you to set up a new profile on Twitter or on Instagram, whatever. And I want you to set it up as a woman, as a female. Be, mm. a, be a woman for a month on social media. Just do it. Try. Just do it and come back and then see... You yeah. tell me if you notice any differences. Yeah. And fuck me, the testimonies from the lads were hilarious. Do it. But also completely shocking because they were like, you know, they were saying the levels of patronise, you know, the patronise. Oh, levels. yeah. And lads who pretended to be women who didn't even have 
pictures of any kind and fucking and the it's inbox always messages. Oh my god! I think most of them I've blocked. I mean, so. there's a, you know because I'm a man myself. There is uh, there's a Neanderthal part of my brain that admires lads' optimism. <laughs> To some degree, but generally, genuinely, it must be fucking exhausting. But like, people, it must be exhausting, is it? You look fit. Somebody sent that one, so they're well, that, harmless enough. That's, it's that's, lads sending pictures of their flutes. That's now, not really fucking. I don't. Me. I used like how anyone thinks their Mickey is a good-looking object. When I was single, is unbelievable. When Mickey's, I was single, like, and like, bear in mind, man. I haven't been single in like um, myself and Jerry Skin are together covered ten snorkels. <laughs> ten I mean? years, but. That picture messaging was only really starting and I remember dating a guy and I kind of liked him like because it was like, all right, like it wasn't the worst in the world. And he sent me a picture of his dick and I literally just went, what's that? Oh, just the like, I, like, I was out of nowhere. Like there was no, there was no context to it. It was like an evening. And it's, you know, that just sounds weird. I lived with my ma. I kind of felt like, I can't be bringing this into the house. Yeah, uh, you had to phone in the garden now. <laughs> Put it in the fridge. Um, but like, <laughs> I remember going, because it was, like now everybody talks about dick pics. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. like at the time I was going, like there was no context to it. Like there was, I was at home. It was like a Wednesday evening. And like he said, there was a bit like a text messages back and forth and then sent a picture of his Mickey. And I just went. Out of nowhere. Like there was no sexual chat. No nothing. nothing no no like, chat. Flirty no stuff. flirting. Like literally, what's the crack? How was your day? Pretty blah, good, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. All same. What are you up to? Do you want to do something at the weekend? Yeah. Can't wait to see you. Dick. And like, I, I genuinely, I was fucking, just like. Just a big picture of a I fucking just, dick. And I sent back a message going. You answer. You see, you are so like, mad. You, you, you still. I love this about you. I love this about you. I do. I, I think this I is amazing. Whereas most women would just go, well, pervert, them. block, gone. No, this or a guy fuck you gone. I had you, scored. You're still like you're still being diplomatic with I this. This is a guy I had scored a couple of times. So what did you say to him now? Then I went, what, what is that? And he was like, "Oh, sorry. Like, oh, sorry. Are you all right? Like, and I went, I don't, I don't understand why you've sent it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You mate, you asked him to reason with his own flu. That's amazing. <laughs> That's just a like, very funny thing to do. He's just like actually. he just he, like I was like I really find it. I and you know it's like I was like I, like was he on the horn and all? Yeah. That was like it wasn't a big floppy willy like. Oh was, no, I presume it was like. Yeah, he was yeah. at work. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it wasn't just soft. Yeah, yeah man it was at like work, a, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm like, the but even himself, even the question of that is like, do you just have that in your arm, or do you have like that you a go to? Do you know, like you're like, oh, hang on a second, oh, not that one. That's a good one. Like oh, the yeah, angles and stuff. That. Like who? Like, I never thought that lads might have a see. Might have a, do you a have collection. An album? Of... Now, by the way, this is not a fucking invitation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Suzanne will be judging your dick pics for yeah, the Christmas no, show. Fuck off. So don't forget to send them all, all the flutes, please. Um. <laughs> I'm just checking. I don't, don't still have this in my phone. I don't. Yeah, but you know what I mean. No, I it's not because I've changed phones a few times. No, it's not. Um, and I'll it's, t- that's why there's no flashers anymore, though, isn't it? That's where all the flashers have gone. Remember years ago, mine. you'd see the humble flasher on the corner. Remember? We had one who lived in our road and we used yeah. to all sing the flash after all flash. Ah, yeah. it works miracles because he used to walk by his playroom when he'd be standing there within his nip. Georgie Bass. <laughs> flasher. Yeah. Georgie Bass. And we were kids when I think about it now. It's like bizarre. Yeah. But I, I'm, I mean, that's where they're gone. They're not on the streets anymore. They're on the internet. Just send the pictures, random pictures am, to women. Or I am cocks. really, well, see, I, that's it. I've never had like that but like I am really fascinated by dick pics I'm re- and that's again not an invitation but I'm you like you heard her here first <laughs> lads but I like as in like cause I missed that like I literally had a little dalliance of it and then like 
literally about three weeks after I was dating that guy, I'd been kind of dating him on and off and then I met Joey and then I started going out with Joey and that was it. Like it was, we were going out and that was the end of it. Do you know what I mean? But like, Whereas now, it's just par for the course. It's like, you, you hook up, like all my, my mates that are on t- Tinder are like, you hook up or you start chatting to someone, it's like, how are you getting on? What's cur- Here's a picture of Mickey. Like, ah, stop. But it, that's but not it, wanted but, though, No, it's not. not. Women but, but no women But this is the thing that men need to realise. We don't want to see your Mickey. Like, we don't want, we don't think it's as great as you think it is. And we don't need a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, I definitely don't. I'm, I'm not, I'm in no way defending Mickey Pickies. <laughs> I don't but like Mickey Pickies. I'm just wondering where who was the person who went. <laughs> Do you know what I'll do? How did it become a thing? That's I'll take a picture of my dick and I'll send it to this girl. It was a brave move by the first lad. But who was the first lad know. who told? It had to have come from Dublin. It had to be in a Dublin lad. Ah no! Well, it started in the states. Come on, no. no Irish people start with that. That that was a learned confidence. That had to be some lad in the states. No, Seriously. sorry. Do you know what? It'll be an, an English some boy. Look at English look boy. Look at my like, cock. It was definitely look at my cock. What are you thinking? Des Bishop started as da- well. That is not by any stretch an impression of Des Bishop. No, don't. You're, you're putting words in my mouth like lads are putting dicks in your Instagram feed. That is a da- There's that no is dicks not on fair. my Instagram feed, just to be clear. But I'm just wondering, like, what well, I don't know. Or maybe maybe there's women who want dick pics. Maybe I don't maybe know. there's a girl somewhere at home who has a has a calendar or like a, a little folder full of dick pics and she's like, hang on, this is now the guy from Thursday. Now I much prefer Wednesday, but if you have a look at last Saturday, now that's that lad. He's you know a literally a flute, a gallery of flutes. Yeah. How's your... That'd be a good art exhibition, wouldn't it? Do I'm you know, sure honestly, there has been. Honestly, that would be a good art exhibition. Yeah. Imagine just to show the like. I, I'm not even messing. Like, I, I like a literal. I go to see it, and also I would of and, other people's flutes. Yeah, of all the unwanted Mickey pickies that got sent to women oh throughout the years, like in the gallery, we wouldn't fit in the gallery. Oh, but that's the thing. Like the millions, let me fuck a millions of them. So loads, just a, like a a million and one Mickey pickies, all all, all taken. You but isn't I mean? it like isn't it funny though? Just we, to show how much of them get sent around the world all talk, the time. Like because lads send them to each other as well. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Gay yeah, lads be sending course, Mickey Pickies. I'm sure they do. Course, course, course. You know what I mean? They but that would fucking. He, but my friend Paul Ryder. Um. So he was in Ireland's Got Talent, and he's like he's super talented. But he gives me my gay education basically because I have. So I, I grew up like in the nineties. So I knew boys who were gay, but they didn't realize they were gay themselves, and well, they it just wasn't. Saying, it was too no, yeah, it was too. Probably, it was yeah. yeah, it was still really sketchy. Whereas now, thankfully, well, we're to an extent, we're a lot more. Ah, we everything were, is a lot more acceptable. Still work to do, but yeah. fuck on hell, grow so up I, gay. You literally had teachers and. Priests not telling you that that was the devil you, and all. There's so the devil again, right? Bullshit, Halloween, yeah. they're going to be fucking burnt at the stake. Yeah. But like, so I never had a gay best friend. Like, I, like so now it's par for the course of you getting married and have a hen, you have a gay best mate. Like, I don't have one of those, right? So anyway, Paul then starts to give me an, a gay education of like, about like, sex and like it's a fucking minefield. Like, it really is. But for me, as a 30-something year old woman, I'm like, is that real? Like, is, do you get up to that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, it's a lot of fucking work. Like, do you a know, lot there's a lot, a lot of work in it, yeah. As in, what you mean, the costume <laughs> scenario? Not just the prep or just in the general. physical work. No, there's a prep process that goes into it and there's tops and bottoms. And did you know that they have names, tops and bottoms? Yeah, and no, I, knew, I didn't know that. Right. I didn't really, like, I didn't all I'm saying is that I need more gay people in my life, basically. Like, I, I, like, I just... I think it's liberating. I think those conversations are a lot more liberating other than some young fella sitting at home with a pair of grey trucks about him sending me a picture of his dick. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing progressive about that. You know what I mean? There's, ne- there's never going to be a march 
for that. No, you know, not. there's never going to be a civil rights movement for for lads who just want to show their people their flutes on the Instagram. I like, just want to know the angles. I want some. I just no, I don't. I want like somebody somewhere to explain it to me. Like, are you sitting like this? Are you going like that? Are you? What are you doing? How are you getting the act? Like, I just I'm 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 interested. I don't know, like. I I I've literally been in bed with people, and wondered if she had any interest in seeing me, Mickey. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I've literally, you know what I mean? Like, repeatedly. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, repeatedly. Like, like we, we, we could be going out a few months and then we're like, and I'm still there going, yeah, I don't think she wants to see it. <laughs> I think it's all right that she knows it's there. What do you mean? Like, in and general, you know that, that just we, like walking out to the toilet and having, I mean? going for the like, toilet? Like a or is it the trade, like you know what I mean? But yeah. you, when you when you're going out with someone and you're like especially when you're going out with someone first and like you're, you literally you just can't stop at each other and you're all into it yeah or that's great like, stuff yeah, yeah that's the best like, bit like, yeah but yeah, then it becomes a relationship and you have to like you know deal with each other you have you become human beings to each other and you're yeah. like oh wow this is harder than you but you do talk. love every like you're into every bit of them and you're like sexually into every bit of them but it's the I think it's just the the. the <laughs> The general start of like, what do you want to go for a drink? Here's a picture of me, Mickey. Like, I don't know how one, like, what is that? Do you want me to fucking swizzle my drink with it? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I yeah, don't yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. I Like I said, I don't, like, I never think there's a situation where anyone ever wants to see me flu. I don't think that situation has, has a reason. Yes, there is. Like, when you're no, in a relationship with someone. I don't think the visual aid. I don't think anyone looks. You don't want a picture of it, though. No, no, nobody but I, but, but maybe am I wrong? Like, is nobody. there women that listen, that are listening that find like or maybe a gay man do they find a picture of their mickey a turn on maybe that's why boys send pictures of their mickeys because they like their fleets so much we've talked about mickeys for too long we have yeah there's been way um, too much I'm trying to how I sag into this because I have to say hi to Lauren <laughs> Lauren, I apologise for the timing. Have Mickey's to Lauren, but you know the way we say hashtag have notions. Yeah. She works with one of my pals, and she said it's very hashtag notiony, which I like. Notiony. But it's a, it's a derivative of hashtag have notions. So Lauren listens to the podcast, and she said in work one day, you know my pal Neve, who has the little uh, dog that you like. Oh, the little French bulldog. Rocco, yeah. Um, but she had said something and Neve heard her say, oh, hashtag notiony and kind of Neve was a bit like, that's interesting. She's like, oh, I listen to this podcast called Dublin and they say hashtag have notions and I've kind of abbreviated down to hashtag notiony but I have to say. That works for me. It works for me as well. Um, yeah, so there you go. I think, uh, okay, so... We have a Christmas party. I don't know how many tickets are going to be left, but the head stuff website, they're Very there. Very few are left. I'll stop posting about it now so people that actually hear the podcast get the chance yeah, to exactly. buy them. <clears> that would be a good flying. idea. Also, we have on the week of the 11th of November, we have a double bubble of podcasts. Oh, yeah. So we have one going out on Monday the 11th and then one going out on Wednesday the 13th of November because it's Science Week. So Science Week is back. You can check out all whatever's happening across the country on scienceweek.ie but they gave us two scientists again. They did, yeah. They gave us two scientists, yeah. I mean... I think you got a lot more out of it than I did. I don't know about that. I think you're very hard on yourself. Why do you think that? I don't. First think of all, the guy scientist, he was an engineer, makes rocket scientist. He's a rocket scientist, yeah, he's, basically. He's yeah, he's a rocket scientist. I think that, like, we ended up going rehashing the moon again, and I don't want to keep going over the moon with scientists because we just don't agree. So, but. I think, I think he I think he just tolerated me to be perfectly honest because I think he was just too intelligent. He was a really nice guy. But like last year I felt I felt Shane understood my madness. Do you know what I mean? You see, I don't think it's like he's too intelligent at all because he's no more intelligent than you are. Oh no, he's way he more He was no more intelligent than Jessamine scientist. was, the other scientist. So, yeah, it's so just Jessamine, a different fields and you're more comfortable talking about one 
than the other. So Jasmine is going to be on the second podcast and she came in, so she does comedy and science. Um, And I felt that we'd found a mutual bond about the straws. No, No spoilers, but obviously you know how I feel about plastic straws. I love them. And we found a, like a bond about that. But then she started talking about meat and we all know I love meat. So I was like, I, I can't find a happy medium here <laughs> with either of these people. <laughs> You're so close. It's, it's fucking brilliant. You're, I love the way like yeah, all these podcasts get these scientists in or whatever because see uh, Blind Boy's doing one and all as well. Where they get people in these scientists and they sit down and they talk in the whole. But, Blind Boy oh, won't do but you directly confront them. You have no, but you do like no shit. Not only do you confront them on whether people were on the moon, you confront them on whether the moon fucking exists in the first place. Well, I, the other side of it is, is that like they kept. I would think that the whole point of being a scientist is that you would deal with facts. And your man was like, "We don't deal with facts at all." I was like, "Well, that seems like a contradiction in terms. Like, if you're a scientist, is it not scientifically fact? Do you not like? I have heard scientists go, "It's scientific fact," and he's like, "We tend to never use facts." And I'm like, "Well, then you're not theory. Doing your job. It's like a theory, you know." But but no, but it's not theory. I've heard real life scientists go like he went, but then he was like, "But they went to the moon." Fact. But I'm like, "But I thought you didn't deal in facts." So you're contradicting yourself. So it's hard to understand what was going on. Anyway, there's two science podcasts out. (laughs) Listen at your leisure. But you have a double bubble that week. Um, But if you're in and around Ireland, there's loads of stuff happening. And that was it. We were here. I went, what's happening? And the two of them just looked at me and went, I don't know. I'm like, really? That was your only job? Come in and talk science and then know what the fuck is happening across the country. Science week, daddy. But I know Ushi, my, my five-year-old, nearly five-year-old, will come home with more scientific. He goes to a science club every Tuesday. Came home talking about static two weeks ago. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, son. Give me the balloon. Oh, wow, that's daddy. Yeah, but then he's also walking around singing songs about the puka. Listen, and, you he's know, going to be... shifting beasts and animals of the, of the I world. I feel that if he's going to have, you know, whatever he's going to do, that he has multifaceted... Um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so that's it. So the double bubble, Um, you can buy tickets, hopefully, by the time this comes out. And it's coming out today, which is... Wednesday or tomorrow, which is Halloween. Yeah, t- Halloween, yeah. Okay. All right, there you go. Peace. Right, so there's another one done. Woo! Woo! Don't forget, nope, Mickey Pickies for Suzanne. Thank you very much. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.